Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Let's cut to the chase if we can. Now, in October, you sold your startup software company for $205 million. Now, that, that is a reasonably long way away, Brad, from being on the AFL scrap heap with injuries forcing you to retire, is it not? Uh, it's certainly is, yeah. It's uh, It's been an extremely long road, though. Um, started started during football. So, um, and I would like to comment on my 21 games. It is, it's a quality, not quantity <laughs> issue. Uh, you know, it's all it's all about the uh, the quality, mate, not necessarily the longevity. So, oh, I, oh, in fact, in saying that, I've just had my hip replaced. So, you know, at, at the young age of 35. So, I don't reckon, I, even if it was the knee that got me, I reckon the hip would have got me soon after. So, geez. I don't think my body was ever designed for AFL football. But, but yes, no, I always believed I was a businessman trapped in a footballer's body. Uh, and not the other way around. So I was, I was pretty lucky the last seven years. Don't get me wrong, mate. 21 games is uh, 21 more than 99% of people listening. So there's no shame in that. But you have certainly gone on to bigger and better things. So your life, reading through your journey, Brad, I mean, would appear to have several pinch yourself moments. Now, I'd assume selling your four-year-old citrus ad to a French multinational advertising and PR firm was definitely one of those pinch yourself moments. Yeah, it definitely was. Um I think it was very surreal when the moment happened. And it, you know, in business, you're always constantly doing deals, constantly negotiating. And obviously, we, we've known about the deal since since March. So with these types of uh, of acquisitions, they take they take a long time. And in the scheme of things, our acquisition was actually quite quick. So from March is when we sort of entered into what they call a term sheet, which is basically someone agreeing on principle to buy your business. Uh, and then enter into a phase of due diligence. That's when they get, you know, in amongst all the weeds and find all your skeletons and make sure that, you know, everything is what they thought it was. And that probably happened. And then we officially kind of signed our paperwork in, in July. And then we had to go through a period of two months to allow both the US and the Australian government to approve the deal. And then, the, and then we ended up closing it in September 1. So it was quite a long process. Um, and all through the process, even though it was all legally binding, you never quite have the, the kind of uh, watershed moment until... Well, until the you know the, the money hits your bank account, right? And then uh, I remember calling um, calling John Paul Drake, who's a, an investor of mine, um, and you know all, all the investors were kind of there, and he sent me a kind of GIF emoji with someone hitting a keyboard like a hundred times, like refresh, refresh, refresh. <laughs> like, when's the money going to hit? And because he was on a tier two bank and I was on a tier one bank, my my money hit about eight hours before his did. So uh, he was a little bit disappointed, but yeah, it was a very very surreal moment when that when that happened because it, even though the deal was done, had been done for a long time before the money hit I think once it hits it finally hits you and uh, it kind of swept me up in a a ball of tears really um, for about a few hours and then you know, it started to sink in and, and then it just sort of started the whole reflection journey really for me. It was kind of like a, it was a moment where you, uh, I wouldn't have said, you know, and, and don't take me the wrong way here, but I wouldn't have said, I, you know, I'd sort of started jumping for joy and um, punching the air and stuff. It was definitely a more of a, you know, made me definitely recalibrate and reflect on the last sort of 15 to 20 years of my life 
and go, okay, well, now now that you've got to where you wanted to get to, it's probably time to start you know, repairing all of the damage that you've done along the way because there is a significant amount of damage that you do along the way because to achieve good things in any walk of life, whether it's sport, business, you know, um, any field, you know, it's a lot of sacrifice. And so, you know, what you put your body through physically, mentally, I think was probably much, much harder than even playing AFL football. Um, you know, and I think back to <laughs> Neil Craig's pre-seasons where you just wanted to put a gun to your head at the end of every day because it was so grueling. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't compare to startup business. So, um, but I think it did help me kind of get into the right mind frame and, and kind of mindset around, okay, what's it going to require to get there? So, yeah, look, it, it is a, it was a, one of those moments where you look back and kind of reflect. And me and my wife went out for a quiet dinner that, that night and, you know, we didn't have a massive party. Obviously, COVID and a few other issues why you can't really go out and do those sorts of things. But, but yeah, it was very, very surreal. Um, but for me, it was not about the money and it was not about, you know, selling the startup in four years and the achievements for me, unfortunately, it was about burying a whole bunch of demons. You know, it was about carrying those demons right the way through from football. You know, the footy press can be good one minute, you know, skating the next. You know, it's a tough environment for young kids to come into. You know, even when we announced the acquisition on, on uh, I mean, Fox Sports got hold of it, News got hold of it. It, it went relatively viral. And then I started to see, you know, the, the 5,000 comments on Facebook. I'm like, you know what? I'm probably not going to read any of these because I don't reckon any of them are going to be nice. And lo and behold, none of them were. But, uh, but yeah, so I think it, it's, you know, it was a very, it, for me, it was all about my first startup kind of post-football was was a big learning curve for me as, as, a, as a business person. You know, I'd come straight out of football, not, no sort of uni, not, no business background just someone who wanted to, to make an idea come to life and wouldn't take no for an answer. Uh, and then I just basically pursued people for answers about how to do things, whether it be raising cash or how to start a business or how to build a product or how to hire people, you know, kind of learning the ropes basically from, from scratch. Um, and and it, was a, it was a tough, it was a tough six and a half years with some real big ups and real big downs, but I, but I enjoyed some of the first startup. You know, I really enjoyed getting into creating new things. So I really, really enjoyed probably the first few years is um whereas with with citrus it's an interesting story because i you know i can say this now i've got to the end of it i never enjoyed any minute of it uh, really it was uh kind of like i knew what i had to do when i finished my when i started my first startup i was kind of like leonidas from 300 right you, you kind of you go in more muscles fearless you know because you don't know what's ahead of you and and, and that's a blessing in disguise because most founders if they knew what was ahead of them they wouldn't start the journey so, um so coming I- into the second startup I, I kind of knew what was coming so it was a, it was a little bit less a little bit less enthusiasm but a little bit more prag- pragmatism so can I ask, Brad, you're sitting at home and you're pushing refresh and, and the money does drop into the account. So it, it must be, as you say, the tears that were brought on. Was it mix of euphoria and relief in that moment? Yeah, I'd probably say it was 99% relief, right. um, maybe 1% euphoria. But, <laughs> but, if, but even though like I've been in the startup game for, for about 12 years now, but I've never really had money as a motivation. Like money is never really a motivation for me. Um, but it was definitely, it was nice to tick the box, right? It was nice to get to the end of 12 years and not have a track record of, 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 of failing, right? Because startups, it's, it's a very, very black and white industry from the outside. So the media, whoever's investors are, you know, they either view you as a success or a failure. And after my first startup, I was viewed very much as a failure. Um, and so for me, this one was about burying those demons and saying, well, you know, 
maybe it wasn't all me or maybe it wasn't quite a bigger failure as I thought it was. So just in a nutshell then, what is Citrus Ad? Uh, Citrus Ad is basically sh- uh, selling digital shelf space. So as you walk through Woolies and Coles, uh, people pay a lot of money for middle shelf eyeline because that's what sells the most. It moves the most amount of product or the end of the aisle. And, and in my first business, we worked in online shopping and built a platform for supermarkets. So basically what we do is when you go to you know, Woolies or Coles, com and you type in chocolate, milk, eggs, butter, whatever it may be. We are like the Google AdWords of on, online shopping. So we allow brands to bid to put their position in the top row in an auction. So basically what, what we do is we, we sell shelf space to brands like Coke, Pepsi, Nestle. And what that does is in, in turn causes a, a revenue stream for the retailers that are using the system. But all we're really doing is moving what was already done very, very well for decades in the store where big brands pay for optimal shelf space. And we did it online, you know, basically. So we, we span across about 90 retailers now in 30 countries using the platform. So it's a, so yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a simple business model when you think about it, but yeah. it's a much more difficult to execute. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.